Now is the time when the fun begins. You may now have fun. Hi, I'm the yellow sign. Hi, I'm the Windwalker. And welcome to Organise Fun, the board game podcast, where this time we've been playing Cthulhu Wars. Now, as usual, business first. We were talking last week about when the Game of Life came out, and you said you thought it was an 80s game. Mm. It's actually from the 60s, 1960. Wow, okay. Um, it's been through a few incarnations. Oh, well, yeah. The last version, uh, you were rewarded by making choices that were deemed to be like good deeds, so like helping the environment, helping homeless people, etc. Um, but our version had none of that, so <laughs> fuck you, environment. <laughs> fuck you, homeless people. Obviously, um, it's gone like society, and it's much more just capitalist, I guess. Money, money, money. Um, the only other bit of news, no, two bits of news. Uh, we've had some listeners from Australia, so I'm going to say good day to them. <laughs> <laughs> um, and also, last week, I tragically forgot to ask you about Screenspiel, so tell us about it now. What's new? Well, that can be at the end, can't it? No, it's down to it now. Oh, well, you can listen to my podcast, Screen Spiel, S-P-I-E-L, Screen Spiel. Um, so go check it out. Good, thank you. Without fun, there can be no function. Okay, so as I said then, this time we've been playing Cthulhu Wars. It is your turn to read the box. Okay, oh, it's a big box. Cthulhu Wars, a Sandy Peterson game. Um, the old ones have risen. Monsters walk the earth. Humanity is finished, but the struggle continues. Which great old one will rule the ruins of Earth? Now you take charge. Cthulhu Wars is a fast-moving strategy game about the end of the world. You take the part of various monstrous aliens seeking to dominate the world. You can play as Great Cthulhu, or you can take charge of the slithering menace of the crawling chaos. Command the bestial hordes of the black goat or direct the insane minions of the yellow sign. The game features a huge map of a devastated earth to fight over and 72 high quality figures all drawn from the dread Cthulhu mythos, including Cthulhu himself, cultists, shoggoths and many other horrors. These figures are sculpted in 28mm scale to be compatible with many other tabletop games. What? Unlock the spells and summon monsters unique to your own faction, each of which are strikingly different in their tactics and techniques. A strategy that works for the Black Goat will be ineffective for the Crawling Chaos. Each faction has multiple unique strategies for winning, so Cthulhu Wars has incredible depth and replay value. The game supports two to four players with an an additional map layout that can support even more factions purchased separately in a five-player game. Cthulhu Wars is a combination of strategic gaming and Lovecraftian horror with the bonus of high-quality monster figures to make your game even more fun. Sandy Peterson, its creator, is well known as one of the top game designers in the industry and this is his best work so far. Um, Kickstarter first edition, this game was made possible by our wonderful 4,000 389 Kickstarter backers because of you the stars are right oh 14 plus 60 to 90 minutes 2 to 4 players cool wow Cheers. There you go. That was a lot. So basically, think hang on a second. If Sandy Peterson is such a great games player, why didn't he kickstart to make this game? That's a good point. And if he's such, can you name anything else Sandy Peterson has made? Nope. No. Let's look that up. Okay. All right, Sandy Peterson, calm down. Oh look, that's all the people that did it. The, the oh, Kickstarter names. 
That's nice. Also, Sandy. What is that short for? Sandrew. <laughs> All non-compliance will be reported. Okay. Um, yes, basically, think risk. You've got a map of the world and you've got your own little plastic figures and you move across to different countries and you fight the figures that are already there to try and control the world. Um, at the same time, uh, you earn doom points and the idea is to get to 30 doom whilst having all six of your special spellbook powers. So, you know, it's got what you like. It's got a definite end, hasn't it? Once you get to 30 doom, the kingdom is over. Yes. Yeah, so that's that's a good stuff. Now, it's worth saying that whilst this is Cthulhu Mythos, it's not made by Fantasy Flight Games. So the designs of the monsters are slightly different to the ones that you'd find in Arkham Horror. I'm not sure how the rights work out. Maybe the Cthulhu Mythos is different to... Ar- like, they can't use Arkham, mm-hmm. but they can use the... Gen- General Lovecraft monsters. It kind of looks... You wouldn't really know, though. It does kind of look the same. That's true, but you only play with the monsters. You don't play with any of the human characters, I suppose. So maybe Fantasy Flight own, you know, like Jenny Barnes and Mm. all that sort of stuff. But the monsters are kind of free territory. Not sure. Are we having fun yet? I mean, it mentioned on the box, didn't it? These lovingly crafted figures. They are pretty good. Oh my God, they're amazing. They're massive. They're huge. Actually huge. And quite horrific looking. I mean, there's this giant crab looking thing. We'll take some photos. Um, Yeah. There's, but they are very, very well made. And they are big. They're like huge action figures toys but they're all in proportion to each other so like the big boss monsters are huge and the little cultists are you know normal sized but yes so that is the that is the big bonus and that's why it comes in such a huge box because you have to fit these 72 was it 72 models Mm, yeah that's 72 yeah (laughs) 72 um and there's well so it came with four teams originally but then i've got some expansion teams as well so i've got way more than 72 figures um but yeah that's definitely a selling point isn't it the figures are pretty cool looking is this an expensive game because of that? Uh, yeah, the base game was over 100. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Slightly annoying, though. Obviously, so the base game you can get over here pretty much, but everything else, like, you've had, you had to order from America. Like, they haven't released any of the expansions or anything over here. Is that because it's Kickstarter? Could be. I don't know. Um, that's rubbish. Yeah, maybe. Anyway, so it looks very pretty um, and cool. Yes. Times fun equals progress. Um, so one of the things that you do is each team has its own little faction card and you have to meet certain conditions to unlock uh, these things called spellbooks. And once you've unlocked a spellbook, you um, get like an extra ability to use for the rest of the game. Um, and the missions are quite different, aren't they? I mean, obviously, we both got a spellbook for awakening our big bad bosses. But other ones, so like my team, the yellow sign, they could uh, desecrate certain spaces. So if I desecrated the right space, and that sounds awful, um, if I pissed all over the right space, I got spellbooks. What were some of your missions to do spellbooks? Yeah, I didn't really look at them that closely. Um, I- um, mine's to do with like battles. If you fight some 
someone and you, you get extra points and stuff like that, really. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's a lot of extra... I mean, like it's the same with all, any Arkham thing. There's a lot of extra stuff mm. and lots of extra upkeeps and spells and doom and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, it gets a bit complicated, it does. Also, because you woke up your dude, you get a spellbook. I am going to try and desecrate this space. Right. Because <laughs> I've desecrated an area with that little symbol. Right. I get a spell book. Pay two to desecrate this. Right. Splob, which gets me another spell book. Good. Do, do, do. Okay, I'm going to do Zingaya. Right. For one quid. If an undead is in an en- area with an enemy acolyte cultist, transform one cultist into an undead. So I'm going to infect you. Thanks to my passion, when one of my cultists is eliminated, uh, gain one power. So if I get three or less. No! I was going to desecrate. I was going to shit all over that. But I guess, I mean, that's my next thing. I've put strategy fail. Um, because, so whilst the turn mechanic is quite simple, you've got this lovely card, you just yeah. work out how much power you've got to spend, add some doom to the track, and then you spend your power moving characters or fighting or doing special spellbook abilities. That's pretty simple. However, there's many different layers of what you need to be doing. Um, so I started off... So there's this ritual track, and you can do this ritual of annihilation um, to gain extra doom. And so I thought, well, if I'm in the lead for doom, I can just do keep doing this ritual. So basically, if you get up to 30 doom, yeah, you win. Well, that's sort what of. I thought you sort yeah. of. So anything you can do to get extra doom, yes. every turn you go towards this... 30. Yeah, and so when you get to 30, that's the end of the game. However, I later, I'm checking the rule book, you can only win if you've unlocked all six of your spell books. Mm. And so, I, because I was thinking, right, if I just end the game while I'm ahead, then I will Easy. win. Yeah. But then I hadn't been thinking about my spell books, which is fine. So then I changed, my strategy changed to try and get my spell books. But then there's so much other things that you can be doing. So you, you earn power by controlling gates. And so you were building gates all over the I map. Yeah, that's like, right, just build this stuff, get to the end of the game as soon as possible. Yeah. And I did that and I was winning and I got up to like 27. Yeah. Except I, one of my things is on my spell books, I can't win until you've completed your spell books. But then by that point, I'd literally just killed everybody else on the board and I was just waiting to win. Yeah. So, like, it was pretty easy. And I think that's... Because, well, it's different. I mean, what was your strategy? When we first started... Well, I didn't have a strategy your... because you said about this ritual thing. I wasn't really listening to any of the things that you said at okay. the beginning of the game. I was like, get at characters, fight, get points, get the Doom token. All this extra stuff, upkeep and all this stuff. I never really pay attention to any of that stuff. And spells or whatever. It was just move, fight. I was just... as get as much across the board and kill everyone off as possible really okay and I mean to be fair it worked <laughs> you well I had no characters on the board you killed me entirely <laughs> and so because you can only summon That's a bit too easy I think right calm down you can only summon um monsters where you already have monsters so once I was completely off the map I had nowhere that I could summon anything and like it's a big map there's only like I don't know 10 different areas ah now interesting so um yeah on the the three player map 
because when you play with two players, you have a neutral faction. Um, Three-player map, the spaces are a lot bigger, but if you uh, turn over uh, the the extra-player map, the territories are divided up into smaller parts. So uh, there's more spaces, because there'll be more people on the board. Oh, I see, yeah, okay. Um, but yeah, so I, you know, it's, an, it's a fact that I'm not very strategic. And so I, whilst, as I said, the turn mechanic was relatively simple, but there were so many other things that you needed to be thinking about. Right, should I be building extra gates to score more power, or should I be spreading across the map, or should I be trying to get my spell books, or should I be trying to earn doom? The answer is you should be trying to do all of it at once, <laughs> which I couldn't work out. Um, so yeah, I ended up getting completely blasted off the map, and we worked ourselves into a dead end, didn't we? Because like you said, your last spell book. I was waiting for only, for ages. Yeah, you could only not activate. Do it. I couldn't do anything else. Your last spell book by me getting all six yeah. of mine, but then I had one that basically said pick a player and that player gains three doom points. But because you were on twenty seven, that sent you to the end and game over with no one winning. I will summon a Wendigo for it's only one. I don't know what I was actually supposed to be doing. Oh, I better get another Wendigo then. Oh, strategy fail. What? <laughs> you see, I was just going to keep doing that mm. until and make it go to the end, mm. thinking that just whoever's the furthest ahead wins. Mm. But that's not what happens. What happened? <laughs> um, you can only win by doing that if you've got all six of your uh... thingies. So time for a strategy change. <laughs> and I'm going to pay four power to wake up the king in yellow. Ooh. Ah shit, I've not thought this through at all. I thought my king in yellow was badass, but he's got no combat. <laughs> I can't fight. You'll go. I'm gonna summon a bike Let me just check that you don't need all six spell books to win the like doom thing as well, because that would be annoying. Uh right. No, you do need all six spell books. Oh, what? Can I offer you some advice? Yeah. You need to get off some gates. Why? Otherwise next turn you're gonna hit the end. I know. And you haven't got six spell books, so you're not gonna win. I well literally all I need is for you to fill your thing. I can't do it until you do. Because it says another faction of six spells on their card, that's all I need. Uh -huh, so you're gonna have to abandon your gates. <laughs> nah. No. Okay, fine. Wow. I've spotted another strategic wow. problem. I get a spell book by choosing another player to gain three doom, which will oh, end the game. Nah. I haven't got any gates. <laughs> Rubbish. Literally got nothing. I'm pitiful. It's mostly annoying. I'm just waiting around for you. Well, stop killing me then. <laughs> well, there's nothing else to do, is there? What am I supposed to do? Oh, I'm waiting to win. This, it, I can't. I can't do anything else. I can't. What do you need to fill up your spell book? I need to desecrate that. Okay, we'll desecrate you then. Well, stop killing me. <laughs> well, no, actually, I, no, I can't. Because, right, I can only summon stuff where I already have stuff, and I have no stuff. You've killed everything. <laughs> so is that it? So I'm literally, as my action for a round, select another player, that player gains three doom points. You lose. Oh. There you go. No one wins. <laughs> well, that's not my fault. Typical Cthulhu. No one wins. <laughs> now, obviously, that wouldn't happen every game because that is just our specific teams, the yellow sign and the Windwalkers spellbooks. If we were playing with different teams, then we'd be in a completely different situation. So maybe it was just a bad combo of our yeah. two teams. Yeah. And also, if we were playing not just us... Yeah. Then that would add another element to it, etc. So I think, yeah, just, just bad luck that we got stuck in that kind of loop, if mm. you like. Your government prescribes one session of fun per day. 
Um, going back to how like simple the basic sort of game elements were, combat was really easy, wasn't it? Actually, yeah, for once, I actually understood what was going on. Yeah, there was none of this, uh, you know, if this happens, then this, if this happens, then this, but if you've got this, do this, da, 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 da. you literally just count up how many dice you have, you roll your dice, if it's a six, it's a kill, if it's a four or a five, it's a wound, the end. There's no modifiers, there's no extra stuff, I mean, obviously, I can't help drawing comparisons with the awful combat system in Coma Ward, there was mm. all like, do this, you need this many successes, blah, blah, blah. No, bullshit. Count of your dices. Every six you roll kills something. Well, he's not Sandy Peterson for nothing, is he? No, he's not. No. Danny Lott, get in touch with Sandy Peterson, yeah? He'll sort you out. The world-renowned Sandy Peterson. (laughs) (laughs) Play to win. One other element that comes with the expansions is this idea of neutral monsters. So there's this stack of monsters that don't belong to any particular team and you can just pay points on your turn to like summon one of these neutral monsters to help you out. Uh, we actually didn't end up summoning any of the neutral monsters. I mean, on my part, it was just that I had too much other things to think about that I didn't even consider them. What about you? No, I didn't. No? No. I didn't, even look, I didn't even oh well yeah it's that extra stuff that we didn't, we didn't really pay attention to yeah and I mean so it ranges from just some you know general mid-level monsters dimensional shambler uh, star vampire etc but you can also summon uh, great old ones neutral old ones uh, mother hydra aboth chugnafogranum <laughs> azathoth Okay, yeah, so you can summon extra big badass monsters, but like I said, I had too much other things to focus on uh, that I just forgot about them. You are reminded that enjoyment is compulsory. Well, what did you think? Um, yeah, it was all right. It was a bit, yeah, I don't know. Mm, I can't, well, I did like it because I was winning, but yeah. that's not a reason to judge the whole game. Well, it doesn't hurt, does it? Um, but I think, one I like the models. Thing, obviously, the more power you, the more like stuff you have on the board, the more power you get to spend. Mm. And so you can kind of, if it opens up a divide, like you just kept getting maximum power every turn. I know. And then that gave you more actions to spend on killing me, so I got less power every turn. And yeah. there was almost no real way for me to get that back. No. Once you'd got a big enough gap, I was fucked, basically. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just was lucky with how it went, I think. Mm. But also, again, I guess, with more players, there'd be more scope. It wouldn't just be me more versus battles. you every yeah. time. Yeah. Other people would be chipping in and getting stuff, you know, much mm. more competitive, I think. Yeah. Um, cool. Well, was it a win or not? Mm, it's very difficult because it does, like, the models and stuff look really good. Yeah. And I was winning. Yeah. And it was fairly straightforward forward yeah but maybe it was too straightforward and we as you say it got a bit like there wasn't anything to do after a while after i'd like won everything and i was just sitting like just going through i I, literally at the end of nearly the end there was nothing else i could actually do yeah so as a game well should we you know it mentioned on the box uh each faction has its own little strategy right Right, actually, and we didn't look at these, but each little... It has a little guide for if you're playing as them. Oh, you didn't tell me this. Well, I didn't look at mine either. (sighs) But it also has a little tip for if you're playing against them. So, do you want to know what you should have done? 
What? Um, as Windwalker, you are a late bloomer. Your spellbooks are not always useful at the start. Nope. And you have no good movement abilities until you awaken Ithaca. Did you awaken Ithaca? Yeah, it did everything. Yeah, he's there. Oh, yeah, is that the big yeah. wispy dude? Yeah. Okay, so you got him. Yeah. Um, as the game progresses, your units become cheaper. Your strength increases dramatically. Yep. An array of powerful options appear. Yeah. And that's basically what happened. That was you it, just yeah. got stronger and stronger and stronger. It did, yeah. Um, and I got... Fucked. Which, interesting. Let me try and find out what was my tactic. How could I not have sucked? Right, here we go. I earn spellbooks more slowly than other players. Yeah. But it says you should concentrate on your spellbooks straight away. Awaken the king uh... in yellow soon. It's easy to send the king to North America after desecrating Europe or Asia. See, so... Yeah. Because I only started focusing on my spellbooks after I'd realised that mm. going for the ritual wasn't the thing to do. So maybe if I'd started... Yeah, you've done it wrong. Yeah, I did it wrong. I spent all my power on this pointless ritual of annihilation thinking it could win me the game, but it couldn't. So maybe that's why you got so far ahead, because I was fanning about at the start. A fun workforce is a one workforce. So I'm actually going to say fail for this one I know I know oh fine acceptable uh that makes it 15-9 to 15 that I've said I liked yes well that's right 9 that you said you didn't like okay well no fair enough I was a bit iffy about this one. Not oh, in terms of me. I like it. It's fun. But in terms of you... So, and the price as well, can I just put in for that? From what you, it is. Since when has the price been? Yeah, but you're obviously paying for these... Yeah, I know. ...immense... Yeah. I know, I know. ...figures. Um, Not that I needed Kickstarter. Yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs> but it's it's another one of these games, isn't it, that looks yeah, way looks more better, complicated. Yeah. I was going to say, um, looks way more complicated. Yeah. And actually, as far as Kickstarter games go... It no, no, yeah, I would very, never have guessed unless it said that. Yeah, it's very professional looking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, there we go. Nice and simple. Uh, yeah. I've been Phil. I've been Mark. And remember, non-relinquum in Arca Aperculo. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Bye. Fuck off into the North Atlantic, you crab. Cool. Now is the time when we stop. Good night. Good night.